Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Sexy Real Estate Recruiting Podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Spears, the ambassador of flow. Trying not to look at my reflection in the mirror today. Was it Groundhog Day? <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's, just a little, it's a little teaser lead in. Oh, I got <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with the big guy, as always, Matt By. How's it going, Dave? Doing fantastic. Just coming off of a, a long, exciting, fun, enjoyable holiday weekend. Hopefully everybody had a, had a great weekend also, and uh, they're excited and pumped and ready to do a whole bunch of recruiting so they can kick butt on their profitability. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So, you know, we, we, we want to help them with that. I've, I've, I've given just a little bit, of, little bit of a tease yep. there with the reflection. Let's tell them what we're going to be talking about, and then I'll do a little housekeeping. Well, I already threw that 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 Groundhog Day thing out there, right? And then we started yeah. talking about holidays, right? But groundhogs aren't afraid of their reflection. They're afraid of their shadow. That's a completely different podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about don't be afraid of your reflection, okay? And, uh, yep. and I'll explain a little bit more about what uh, what that means and everything. But first, Dr. Ben Spears, Ambassador yeah. of Flow, don't you need to review something with everybody? Yeah, guys, you know, wherever, you know, the routine, right? Wherever you're listening to this, you know, make sure that follow this and that subscribe button. Um, there's no better time than the present than to go to Prospect Boomerang and sign up for a free account. Just hit that green button at the top. As soon as you do that, all these things are going to open up on the left, our groups, um, our downloads, just click on them, you know, join, join the one, join the ones you like. And uh, we'd love to get to know you and your business. And that also lets us get to know you and yours as well. So Matt, yeah, man. people got a lot of stuff that they do that works. They got a lot of stuff that they do that, you know, it's like, meh, meh, <laughs> right? Like they're calling deer, meh, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, well, you know, talk, talk to us about some buckets first. Let's, let's start with that. Yeah. So, uh, so, so buckets, people that are agents that I coach know this, uh, know this a uh, mm-hmm. uh, whole lot, right? We talk about the places yep. where they generate opportunities. That's what I mean by it. That's what I mean by buckets, right? Yep. So where are you generating your opportunities as far as your real estate business comes from, right? So, uh, you know, a, a, an example, right? So it, it, first of all, that's a whole different podcast, okay? So it's important. Oh, absolutely. To it. Yeah, it's important that we touch on it today for kind of what we're talking about and tying things together. But uh, but big picture, you know, we've discussed it a little bit in the past. We should probably dig into it a little bit more, but it's, it's where your opportunities come from, right? So like, yep. do you do new agent calls or uh, do you do emails or do you do letters as an example for, for new yep. agents, right? So experience agent trainings, do you, do you run experience agent trainings at your office and then invite other agents in the market to come in and join that? Is that, that would be a, that would be a bucket as an example, if you did it on a regular basis, which is key. And we'll talk about that in a, in a minute, mm-hmm. right? Oh, so co-op challenges, right? I mean, do you, do you kind of engage the people that have done business with you and the uh, experienced agents in the past and kind of say, Hey, look, we're doing these things. You know, we'd love for you to be part of that. Do you just, uh, do you just pick up the phone and call them? Are there, are there drip campaigns that you're just sending stuff out? That's that's generic stuff that you think that they need to hear. Or did you, did you do a survey of all the experienced agents around you and talk to your agents and other experienced agents and figure out what they think they need in your business. And that's what your drip campaigns created around. A lot of different ways you can approach this, right? Do you do agent yeah. negotiation events, right? All of those things are different buckets. And, and absolutely, you know, you gotta you gotta have five of them, right? And so, you know, we we talked about this in other podcasts. Just gonna touch on it for just a second, and then we're gonna talk about reflection, okay? But uh, yep. the best way to uh, the best way to look at this, in in my opinion, is you need to know whether you want now or future business from a production standpoint. 
Now, everybody says, I want right now business, right? Everybody says, oh, no, I want to hire somebody that's, a, you know, that's an $8 million producer. And I want to, you know, I want to get them in here and, and get their production and get their market share. Well, is that getting you profitability? You need to understand how that person would match. Some people need to start generating profit and, and company dollar immediately for their, for their company, right? Absolutely. So if you have to have five buckets, how many of those buckets are creating now business and how many of those buckets are creating future business when it comes to profitability based on results in company dollar, right? So, yep. so all of that matters, all of that you have to, you have to pay attention to that. And some people are better at converting new agents to productive, uh, to productive agents. Other people are better at creating, you know, getting uh, experienced agents to come on board and getting them excited and leveraging one other thing that they do and adding some money to the bottom line for both the agent themselves with, with how they get them up and running through their onboarding process. So know thyself, right? So that's what we're going to talk yeah. about is, is understanding your reflection and how you do business because that's how you're going to generate which buckets you actually need. Because the last thing I'd want somebody to do is go, oh, you know, I heard Matt talking about, you know, sending out, uh, sending out new agent uh, emails uh, to agents that, they, that, that are getting licensed. I think that's a great idea. Let me start doing that. And then the next thing you know, you suck at getting agents to, to get up and productive. Don't, don't just do that because it's an idea. Do it because of who you are and you're good at it. And that's going to help you create profitability from those buckets that you're adding, right? Yeah. And I think that's what's, I think that's, what's so difficult is, um, you know, I think, I think there are a lot of different tools, systems, CRMs, drip campaigns, Facebook ad templates, all these different things out there that everyone can choose from. And you hear, so, you hear so many times about, um, oh, you know, my, 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 my friend over here is doing this or, or, you know, one, one, one of my, one of my broker colleagues over there is doing that and they're really just killing it. I'm going to try that. Okay, well that that didn't work for me, but that worked for him. I'm going to go over here and try what my friend's doing. Uh, that uh, that that didn't work for me. It, it may have been that they didn't give it enough time, right? Right, and so that's where I, that's where I think when you say know thyself, we actually try and decide, you know, which one of these buckets, uh, you know, fits best inside my business. Right, is there's there's some criteria that you need to to come up with. Right, right. Does it, does it have proven success in another brokerage? I think that's, that's pretty viable, right? You would want to know that. Yep. But same thing that you're talking about, you know, it, does that broker do business like you, right? Not just did right. it have success in that brokerage right. and then also find out if it worked, how long since they started mm -hmm. that it actually started, started producing. Yep. Because all, all you're seeing, you know, it's just like Instagram or anything else. You're just seeing someone else's highlight reel. Right. Right. And, the, and, and, and as soon as, you know, you don't start from day one, just, you know, throwing up alley-oops and slam dunking every, right. <laughs> every agent that comes in the door, you're like, oh, like, nah, this, I should probably go back to free throws. Right. And right. so, yeah, I think, I think that's when, uh, you know, you need to decide those things. I want, I want you to dive a little bit into that as well. But, you know, how, how do they know? Okay, like this, this does fit. I started right. this and this, I can tell this is going to work. Maybe not immediately, but, you know, what does that look like? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that, so fantastic uh, insight on that, Ben. So they do need to have their head wrapped around, not just what has worked for other people and what they've heard that works, because that's important. That's your competition, right? Or, or it's yep. somebody that you're collaborating with. You absolutely need to know that, but you also have to know what has worked for you in the past. Mm -hmm. and, and so 
I don't think that there are many people, listeners uh, in podcast land that just woke up two months ago and said, you know, I think they have no sales experience, no sales background, no anything. You know what? I'm going to get my broker's license. And and I think I'm going to jump into recruiting. Right. (laughs) Right. That's not what happened. (laughs) So, so, so there's a history, there's a trail, there's a, there's a, a, a train, there's a path that was, that you went down to get where you are right now from being the recruiting manager in, in an office. Yep. What was it that convinced you that that's something that needed to be part of how you're going to do business? Take a close look at that. And the reason why you want to take a close look at that is because there's probably somewhere in there, there's a, there's a hint, right? That, that is something that said, you can succeed at this. Yeah. Whatever that is, you need to build on that. What I mean by that is, you know, were you, uh, were you great at some other type of sales and then you got into, and then you got into real estate and, and things started going well and they started clicking and, you know, you, somebody says, Hey, do you want to be the recruiter for my, for my office? And you're like, heck yeah, I want to do that. Now go back and look at what you succeeded with, not just real estate, but other things that you've done well with, go look at what yeah. other people have done well with and see if you can build on those. There is a, there's a hint in there of why you've succeeded. So, so grab onto that and make sure that you're pushing that forward and what you're trying to do overall with your, with your business, because that's going to help you define who your target audience is. So target audience, there's, there's three of them, right? So there's new agents, there's experienced agents, and then there's people that have never thought about getting into real estate, right? There's three groups that you can, that you can choose from. That's it. So which of those three groups do you have a history with that you've dealt with in the past that you might be able to be really good at, at bringing some of those people into the business? And so let me, let me not be abstract. Okay. Let me be specific yep. about this. Let's say that you're a school teacher or you used to be a school teacher or one of your top agents is a school teacher and you've got a connection with other people that are school teachers that might make great real estate agents. They, they might not have thought about being a real estate agent. So what you're going to do is you're going to figure out a way of reaching out to them and saying, Hey, during the summer, do you want to, do you want to be a referral agent and send some business to some of my top agents? Let's go ahead and get your real estate license now. And maybe you can refer business to us so that you can make X amount of dollars over the summer or when you come across somebody, right? So maybe that's one of your ways that you're generating business. Well, the, yep. well, the reason why we're calling this, don't be afraid of your reflection a lot of people think that when they get into the real estate business, that they have to put everything behind them of what helped them succeed. That's yeah. what we want them to do. We want them to look at the other parts of their life that helped them succeed and see if there's any way that those pieces of what they've done in the past can help them succeed now, that can help them win now, that can help yep. them create a path now, that can help them unveil the secret to their success now. What did you do well before? that now you can leverage in a different way. And it doesn't matter if it was 10 or 15 or 20 years ago, there's still, there's still traces of, of why you succeeded with that. And it's important to dig into those. And again, that's going to help you establish, you know, do you want newer experienced agents, right? Going back to that teacher example, here's a a perfect way of looking at this. Let's say that, uh, that uh, you were an elementary school teacher and you loved it and you would never teach high school. 
well, try to understand why you would never teach high school, because maybe you don't want as many experienced agents <laughs> as you want new agents, right? Because <laughs> right. I would think are more like elementary school kids and experienced agents are more like kids that already have study habits and learning and doing things a certain way. And, and yeah. maybe so or the lack thereof. Right, exactly. And, and so maybe, so maybe that's, maybe you should think about that. Go back and look at why yep. you succeeded with that, right? Or in your, in your previous history, in your previous background, what else did you do that can help you understand how you're going to succeed now? A lot of people just throw that away. They don't take a close look in the mirror and go, okay, why did I win at the things that I won at before? And is there any way I can translate that into what I'm doing right now? If they don't see a direct correlation, Oh, I wasn't in sales before. So, and this is a sales job now. So there's nothing that I can bring forward from what I did in the past that I succeeded with to right now, because sales is only sales. Don't do that, man. Let that go. Take a look at what you won at before. Take a look at what your spouse won at before. Take a look at what your partners won at before. Take a look at the people around you, how they won. Take a look at all of the, the people that you have a good connection with. How did they get into the winner's circle? that you helped them with, that you saw, that you were able to draw on in your experiences and help them. They were able to draw on their experiences and help you and see if there's some way that you can leverage that, right? Yep. No, absolutely. I, I remember interviewing with a broker when I first got my real estate license. Um, and, and they told me to, you know, not, not put doctor on anything. Yep. I remember you saying, um, yeah, they're like, don't, don't put doc, don't put doctor on anything. You know, we don't want to confuse people. Um, about who, who you are or what you do. And, and I was just like, I was like, stupid. yeah, that, that's stupid. <laughs> that isn't like a funny, funny feeling. Um, and so, you know, I, I ended up obviously not doing that and then putting doctor on everything. And I think it just made like the biggest difference, you know, uh, biggest, biggest difference in everything. So um, yes, by, by all means, I just love that. So, yep. you know, wh when we're talking about, you know, things that we're considering, you know, you've talked about new, new agents, experienced agents, you know, we talked about, you know, kind of their background, where they came from, mm -hmm. um, you know, would you, would you go into like the, the, what I would call the real estate, you know, things, which is like, yep. um, you know, the, their production, you know, the type, the type of properties, you know, maybe that they sell or, um, yeah. you know, do you, do you even, do you even, do you even look to try and be different than your competitors? I, 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 I kind of just, you know, I, I love this conversation. So I'm trying to dive a little bit deeper into it. Um, what, what other things do you look at that, that, that say, look, you know, cause we're talking about your reflection. Right. When I look in the mirror, this is what I want to see. Hey guys, this podcast is powered by Prospect Boomerang. We all know broker owners struggle with profitability. Prospect Boomerang compounds your profits by recruiting the best agents to your brokerage. For consistent growth, visit prospectboomerang.com. Right. Yeah. So, so, in order to make sure that you're, you're connecting with people on the level that you need to connect with them in order for them to succeed and you to succeed and everybody win, you got to know a little bit about, uh, about your, your history and your background. That's what we're talking about, looking at your reflection. But you also need to know kind of where they're coming from, for lack of a better way of putting it, because that helps you. Once you understand your reflection, it helps you understand how to shape your conversations to be able to help them based on knowing where they're coming from. Okay. So what type of, what type of real estate model do they come from? Right. Are they in a hundred percent company? Are they in a completely traditional company? They need a hundred percent support. If you're somebody that is, that, that is not into handholding, if you're not a very empathetic person, I get it. 
but that doesn't mean start hiring people from other brokerages that, that the, the main reason why people stay at that other brokerage is because the broker and the system and the model is very supportive, is very uh, empathetic, does do a lot of things together instead of, instead of fostering the independence or the autonomy of the agent. They literally create an environment where the agent becomes codependent on their environment. Why are you recruiting to them? Right. How much success yep. are you going to have with the long term people that have been there? Right. So. So understand their production background. Are they trying to speed up? Or are they trying to slow down? Yeah. Good at helping people grow. And you're talking to people that are all at, at, at you know, a, an age where they want to retire from the real estate business. That's not going to work. You need to know who you are and where they are with their business. How do what you offer, how does what you offer match your competition? You need, to, you need to take a serious look at that. We talk about that one all the time. I'm not going to beat a dead horse on, on that one, but you yep, need to, you totally need to get understand it. that. Yep. What type of properties do, uh, do you need a property manager in your office, right? You have a lot of your agents that are, that are trying to, they're spending a ton of time on trying to lease a property instead of getting listings and sellings. And it's slowing them down because you don't have a property manager that can help them out in the right way with that type of stuff. Do you have a luxury footprint? Do you need to grow one? You have commercial, do you have a 1031 specialist? Do you have, you know, who do you have in your brokerage or who do you need in your brokerage that your skill set and who you are helps them see that being with you is going to be a better option for them. You need to know what you are, what you offer, what your history is, how you succeeded. Then you can start digging into those other pieces of their background to see what a good match is. That's how you end up with a long-term loyal group of, of, of agents, right? So, yep. uh, so you need to, you know, I think probably one other thing that I would, that I would talk about is the stuff that you offer, your, your, your tools, your systems, your, your, I'm going to say junk. I don't mean it in a bad way. But yeah. Your stuff was a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Your stuff. So how much of that that you offer do your agents use? Give yourself a percentage. What is that percentage? Yeah. Is it, is it 50% of it? Is it 10% of it? And if they don't use it, how come they're not using it? Are you spending money on something that, that they don't need to use? Or should you look in the mirror, take responsibility for your actions and basically say, the reason why they're not using my stuff is because I'm not training them how to use it. I'm not holding them accountable how to use it. You know, it'll help their business, but you don't spend the time training them to do it. You're just like, oh, well, I offer it. They should figure it out. You need to yep. roll your sleeves up and dig in and make sure that you understand exactly what's going on. And then at that point, have, have a serious conversation with your training, whoever helps with your training, with your administrative staff, with everybody and say, listen, we're going to take this to another level. And we're going to make sure that what we offer is being utilized by as many people in the brokerage as possible before we add any new tools, systems, any more, anything. We're going to jettison what's not working and we're going to, and we're going to leverage the stuff that is, and we're going to get our people connected. When they start doing that, they're not going to want to leave. If they yep. take tools, they'll leave for the tools unless they're using them. That's the caveat. Yeah. Or unless you are the tool. Uh, the, right. And so the, you know, what I would, what I would add, what I would add to that also is if, if you're looking at your tools and systems and the things that you offer and you're like, Hey, you know, I just have as many of these as I possibly can because I just want to, you know, um, attract more flies. Well, if, if you go to train on it and you don't get excited about what you're getting ready to teach them on because you're positive that this is actually going to increase their production, which obviously adds, adds more, you know, depending on your model, um, you know, adds more revenue to the company as well. If you don't get excited about it, 
it's going to be very difficult for them to get excited about it. Yep. But if there are a couple of tools that you have and you're like, I love, I love this tool. Let me show you exactly how I used it and how, you know, how I would recommend that you use it. And I know for a fact that this is going to help you crush your business. Then they're going to, then they're going to get excited about yep. it as well. Right. So, cause it's all contagious, but if, if you don't, you're like, oh, I hate this tool. Right. I'm going to go talk about this again yep. and get rid of it. That's right. <laughs> right? Or, or, or if you can't get rid of it, just don't, don't let them know you have it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and don't, so don't put it on a pedestal. Yes, that's exactly right. You're just going to overwhelm so, them with something that no one believes in. Yep. And so, you know, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there. You just tell me like, you know, am, am I right or am I wrong? It basically sounds like, you know, from, from everything that we've just talked about that you just, you need to know who you are. And if the things that you're offering or the buckets that you're using don't match that, then you need to make them match that Yep. and then start hiring in, in only that way. A hundred percent. So, so take a serious look at what you are and either adapt it or hire to it. Gotcha. Yep. Makes yep. perfect sense. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely, but you got to take a serious look at what you are. Don't yep. say, Oh, this is what I want to be and start, oh, yeah. start pushing that narrative and not be that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is, which, which is exactly what you were saying just a second ago. So, so absolutely. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Um, awesome. Well, anything that you want to add before I kind of close this out and then we drop an action step on them. No, let's, uh, let's, I got a cool action step. Let's get to, uh, let's get to that. Cause I think it's going to help everybody out. I think they'll like it. It's going to be easy. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, some long-term thing they have to do. They're just going to, it'll take them 20 minutes to do it and, it, and it'll, and it'll kind of point out what we talked about today. So. No, absolutely. And, and, and I've gotten feedback from our listeners and that, that's exactly, you know, kind of what, one of the things they love about them. So yep. um, guys, wherever you're listening to this, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of those platforms, make sure you hit that follow button, that subscribe button. If you happen to be watching this or listening to it on YouTube, then hit that red subscribe button, hit that bell right beside of it. And it lets you get notified every time we drop a new episode. If, if you want to go and, you know, take a look at our reflection, prospectboomerang.com, uh, then, then please go there and, and, and listen to the podcast there. You can sign up for our VIP list. And we'll send you monthly recruiting tips, tricks, and hacks directly to your inbox. April's is just about ready to go out. So if you do that today, yep. um, you're gonna get you're gonna get April's April's newsletter. So um, Matt, drop us an action step, and then I'm gonna do one of those things where I say, that's a really good action step, Matt. All right. Well, well, let's make sure it's a good one first, and then and then we'll see. Right. <laughs> I've never heard you give a bad one. Yeah. So don't so, let me uh, down, bro. All right. Oh, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. Let me see myself. You guys can't see it, but I'm smacking my face right now. getting me all in. Is it? <laughs> so, uh, so go back and look at your last 10 hires, right? What initialized those hires? What began that process? What was the, what was the top of the funnel on that bucket? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so the last 10 hires in your office, and you're going to rate them in three different ways. And you're going to rate them on a one to five scale. One being low, five being high, right? One being a mm-hmm. little bit, five being a lot, okay? And so you're going you're gonna to rate all of them. And you're going to rate them on the following three criteria. So this is what I would do is I would put Ben Spears and the next to Ben's name, I would put three numbers. And then I'd put Matt by and next to his name, I'd put three numbers. Next to the next name, right? So that's what we're going to do. The first number is can you duplicate how they were initiated on a scale of one to five? 
yes, what I did to get them to, to meet them, to make that initial connection with them, to have that initial conversation with them. Yes, I can duplicate that very easy. Or can you not duplicate it very easy? If you can't duplicate it very easy, put a one. If it's something that can be duplicated, put a five. So as an example, next to Ben's name, the first number that I would put would be a number four because I met Ben at a at the board office and I and I at a regular basis I'm at the board office because I teach classes there and because I, I'm very connected with professional standards. I'm on several committees. The everybody the board office staff loves me. And so I met Ben there. And so that's yes, something I can duplicate. So I put a four next to it, right? Yep. The next thing is, did you create uh, did you create the interaction or did it just happen? Okay. So meaning that although I'm at the board office, right? And, and I see Ben and a bunch of agents there all the time. Did I just come in and do my stuff and leave? Or did I come in and actually engage? Did I do something that made that relationship grow? Was I proactive about that, right? Did I see Ben at all the board meetings and never have a conversation with him? And then Ben finally walked up one day and said, hey, Matt, I heard you got a kick butt office. Maybe you and I should talk someday. Or did I, did I go out of my way to say, hey, Ben, by the way, I've got, a, I've got an event coming up that's, uh, that's something that will absolutely help you out with your business. I'd love for you to attend. Did I say that after one of the board meetings that I was at with, with Ben, right? Did I foster yep. the relationship? Did I create the engagement? So is it duplicatable? And did I, did I uh, uh, push the interaction? Did I, did I, was I proactive about what was going on? And then the last one was, and the last one is, so, so in this one, as an example with Ben, I'd, I'd have a, a four and then I'd have a three because yes, I talk to people sometimes, but no, I don't always talk to people. And then the last one is, did I enjoy it? Did I like how that initiate, how that conversation was initiated, right? So do I like being at the board office? Do I like having those conversations with Ben? Do I like interacting with him? If it's a heck yes, I'm going to put a five. If it's a no, I don't like being there. I'm only being there because I'm required to be there for whatever reason then it's going to be a one, right? And so what yeah. I do with everybody, the last 10 hires, I'm going to give myself an average score on each of the hires and then a collective average score. This will take you about 10, 15 minutes to do it. There's no huge science to this. Just go in and on those three things, do that with the past 10 hires and you're going to identify some patterns. The patterns are going to be things like, did I enjoy how I met most of them? Four. Yes, I enjoyed how I met most of them. You know what that means? That means that I'm not prospecting on a regular basis, getting out of my comfort zone, doing the things that I needed to do. It just means I'm only hiring people doing the stuff I like to do. Right? Yeah. So what it's going to do is it's going to give you some, it's going to give you some, some feedback and it's going to force you to look in the mirror. That's what that's yeah. going to help you do. I know like when I met you, it was like a, it's like a 0.5. <laughs> I don't blame like, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joking. <laughs> Matt, yeah, that, that's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic action step. Um, you know, because I love numbers. I love anything that you can quantify. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. And so, and so, you know, guys, every time Matt and I talk, it's like 15, it's like fives across the board. Yep. Agreed. And every time that we talk to each each one of you guys, you know, the ones that reach out to us are the ones that, 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 that join the group. It's like, it's like an 18. Right. Right. You know, we give you an extra and we give you guys a six, but we really only do that for one single reason and one single reason alone. And why is that, Matt? 
because we just want to be part of their win.